0: The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's
1: Market and Kitchen.
0: Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical
1: condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, some women work for months and even years to try to find the correct hormone balance, especially after menopause. So, listen close and find out how you can win the balance battle with your hormones. Plus, later we'll tell you what's going on around town. But first up, Dr. Martha Wittenberg is a board certified family medicine physician who received her BA in biology from Lehigh University in Pennsylvania and her master's and doctorate at Drexel University in Philadelphia. After being in private practice for many years, Dr. Wittenberg pursued additional training in holistic and integrative medicine. She is a board certified by the American Academy of Anti-Aging and Regenerative Medicine and completed a fellowship in metabolic nutrition medicine through the Metabolic Medical Institute. She is passionate about helping people discover their underlying imbalances and coaching them back to wellness. Her medical interests include bioidentical hormone therapy, weight loss, adrenal health, mood disorders, detoxification, and gut health. And we welcome her to the Mother's Radio Show. Dr. Wittenberg, how are you? I'm great. Thank you, Kim. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. That is quite a mouthful and quite a background. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm so interested in speaking with you. And um, before we get to today's topic, please fill us in on your mission and about your work. It's fascinating. Well, that's
0: a great question. Thank you. I guess my mission is just to try to optimize as many people's health as possible. Um, Coming from conventional medicine, I found it very frustrating to see patients that were never getting better. Um, And in the conventional model, really, we only treat disease by giving medications and doing procedures. And after I did some work in integrative medicine, I learned that there were other ways to improve health in ways that didn't involve pharmaceuticals, but were actually more effective. And I actually suffered some of my own medical issues. I had problems with fatigue. I had Hashimoto's thyroiditis. I had other autoimmune symptoms, and conventional doctors didn't really have anything to offer me or to do for me. But by just learning more about how integrative medicine would approach it, I was actually able to
1: resolve a lot of my own issues. Wow! And that's always mm-hmm. great when you have that firsthand knowledge, right? And you do the research, and um, and then you start to see the results. Um, today, we're talking about hormones, and uh, so Dr. Wittenberg. Why do people seek out a hormone, uh, I guess that would be HRT, the hormone replacement therapy, and what symptoms do they present?
0: Well, the number one overall problem people tend to have is just a loss of vitality, Um And unfortunately, when they experience this and seek care from other doctors, doctors will just tell them, oh, they're aging. Well, that may not be the case. They could actually be experiencing their symptoms because their hormones are low. Um, So low hormones in women lead to hot flashes, night sweats, weight gain, difficulty sleeping, um, bone loss, so osteoporosis risk goes up after menopause. for men and women, there's a loss of physical strength and endurance, loss of libido, uh, just loss of drive overall. And then women get concerned with wrinkled and sagging skin, dry skin, or vaginal
1: dryness. And so, how is uh, BRT, BRHT? So that's bioidentical hormone therapy. How is that different from conventional hormone or convention hormone replacement?
0: Okay, so bioidentical hormones are hormones that are identical to those found in our body. So examples of bioidentical hormones would be estradiol, progesterone, or testosterone. This is different than um, conventional hormone replacement therapy uses synthetic hormones. So synthetic estrogen is actually a combination of estrogens that we don't carry in our body and it's made from horse urine. Mm -hmm. Or um, synthetic progesterone, is called a progestin, and that's actually made from natural progesterone, but they change it, they alter it, because that way they can patent it and sell it as a prescription drug.
1: Okay. Yes. So, uh, can I dig into that a little bit? Sure. So, like, let's just go into um, can, can you just spell that out and make it? Can you just talk to the layperson? Does this say oh, that? So, okay. Okay. So
0: let's. So, so a synthetic progesterone is a progesterone that they chemically alter in the lab. Okay. And um, you can't sell a natural hormone as a prescription drug. So drug companies alter the natural hormone okay. to make it a new drug mm-hmm. that they can market and sell. Okay. Uh, but the problem is that these newer hormones aren't necessarily recognized by our bodies and they
1: tend not to work as well and cause side effects. Okay, perfect. That's exactly what I wanted to know. Um, is using BHRT, is it better for you? Excuse me. Okay. Uh, yes, it is much better for you. Um, so basically, um,
0: BHRTs is better for decreasing the symptoms of hot flashes overall. They've been shown to increase bone density In both men and women, um, it decreases heart disease risk when it's natural, whereas, uh, for instance, synthetic progesterone, one form is called medroxyprogesterone, has actually been shown to increase um, spasm of coronary arteries, so that can lead to heart disease, uh, and increase strokes
1: and um, pulmonary embolisms. Mm. Um, What are the benefits of bioidentical hormone therapy, BHRT?
0: I guess some of them I just went over, but um, I guess the once people start bioidentical hormones, they, the first thing they probably realize is that they have increased in energy and improved mood. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of the menopausal symptoms, if they're having the hot flashes and the night sweats, tend to go away pretty quickly. Um, after that, they may notice that they're sleeping better. They have less anxiety. Their joint pain's improved. They don't have as much muscle aches. Uh, their skin looks better. Uh, they have a better sex drive. You know, overall, they just feel so much better than they used to.
1: I would think every woman would want to sign up for that right now. Right, exactly. <laughs> so why aren't they? I know, exactly. <laughs> you just I think you just hit the nail on the head with that. What are the side effects, then, of the BHRT? So bioidentical hormones have very few side effects if they're dosed appropriately.
0: Um, so whereas synthetic hormones have a lot of side effects, For instance, um, women who are on synthetic hormones, about 50% will discontinue them after a year because they don't like the side effects. With bioidentical hormones, usually you see much fewer side effects. And again, that's only if the dose isn't just right. So usually what we'll do is start with a low dose and slowly increase it if needed. And then we also go by how the patient feels and what their lab work is telling us in deciding whether or not the dosages need to be adjusted. Uh, But if women do experience any side effects, um, one could be breast tenderness uh, or vaginal bleeding if estradiol is too high. Mm. So those two symptoms would be an indication that the estradiol needs to be lowered. Um, With progesterone, too much progesterone uh, can make people feel sleepy the next day. Mm. Um, It can also cause some constipation. Uh, And some people report that they feel more emotional when they're on higher doses of progesterone. And then when people are on too much testosterone, they may start to develop acne or abnormal hair growth and feel irritable or more aggressive.
1: Can you talk about what those options are without naming the brands, or is that something you can't really talk about? Oh, what are the pharmaceutical brands? Right. Or, okay. Without naming the brands, but what, what are the options for women that, um, that they can use for hormone therapy? The natural kind of
0: um, estrogen is called estradiol, so you can get this at a regular pharmacy with a prescription. It comes either as a patch or I believe it comes as a gel. Um, bioidentical hormones can also be compounded at compounding pharmacies. And that's what we normally use. And the reason why we do that is because you can customize the dose to the person. You know, so there's an exponential number of dosages you can come up with for a given person. And um, we can also um, combine the estradiol with the progesterone and testosterone for a woman all in one cream. Okay. So it makes it much more convenient. Oh, okay. And then um, progesterone also can be uh, purchased through a traditional pharmacy. Um, It comes in two strengths, and it is um, made with peanut oil. Mm -hmm. And that tends to be inflammatory, so we don't usually order progesterone through a traditional pharmacy unless a person really wants it from one of their pharmacies like CVS or Rite Aid. We typically will compound progesterone capsules as well. And that is made in either an olive oil base or something that's a little bit less inflammatory than the peanut oil.
1: Right. Okay. Uh, What are some common misconceptions about BHRT?
0: Well, I think the most common misconceptions are that hormones in general, not necessarily bioidentical hormones, but all hormones, increase breast cancer and heart disease risk. And where this comes from is a large study that was published in 2002 it was called the Women's Health Initiative Study. And basically this was a study of 16,000 postmenopausal women, ages 50 to 79. Now what they studied in the Women's Health Initiative were synthetic hormones, and so that's a very important point. These were not natural bioidentical hormones, they were synthetic. So um, it was a brand called Prempro, and Prempro is a combination of uh, equine estrogen, so horse estrogen, and medroxyprogesterone, which is also synthetic. And in that study, they found that of the women taking Prempro, 38 per 10,000 women per year got breast cancer versus 30 per 10,000 women per year in women not taking Prempro. So there was a slight increased risk for the breast cancer. They had similar numbers for heart disease, stroke, and blood clots. Hmm. And so that's what really alarmed everybody about taking hormones was this one study. But I do want to emphasize it was on synthetic hormones. And since that study came out, uh, researchers have basically come to the conclusion that the medroxyprogesterone was what was most problematic and causing the most problems.
1: Well, that's really interesting. It's great information. And there's so much more to learn from Dr. Wittenberg. But uh, please stay with us. We're going to be right back. Uh, So uh, stay with us. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high quality, great tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. And welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to remind you that if you've missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for radio and listen to the past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with Dr. Wittenberg. And we're talking about hormones, and this is such great information, doctor. We're talking about bioidentical hormones, and how are they administered?
0: That's a great question. Uh, basically, there are many different ways to administer hormones. The, one of the most popular is through a cream. So we can compound estradiol with progesterone and testosterone, and the woman would apply this once a day. For men, testosterone cream can be applied once a day as well. Uh, other, there are other forms such as gels and patches. Um, these you can get at traditional pharmacies as well. Uh, the gels and patches typically only contain estradiol. So a woman would need to get a separate prescription for progesterone or testosterone if she takes that as well. Uh, for men, there, are, there is a testosterone gel that you can get through a prescription. Uh, but again, we prefer the compounding pharmacies because we can customize the dose. And then beyond the topical applications, uh, some hormones you can take orally. So progesterone is great orally for women who have sleep problems or they're very anxious. Um, We don't recommend taking estradiol or testosterone orally because it can have side effects for the liver. So we never prescribe it that way. And then one of the most popular ways we give hormones in this office is um,
1: through pellets. Hmm. Pellets. Okay, this is something that's new. Uh, let me uh, let me ask you about that. Um, what is that? How do you how do you take that in that pellet form? So
0: pellets are also bioidentical. Um, they come in estradiol and testosterone, and they basically look like small tablets. And we get these from compounding pharmacies, and they're made from natural ingredients. And basically, a patient will come into the office and have a really simple in office procedure where we insert them under the skin near the buttocks. And it's a great form because we get very stable hormone levels. It absorbs very slowly over time. And so people get it and forget it. Um, And we get very stable levels of their hormones. And it lasts approximately three
1: to six months. And does and so then it absorbs as you say, and then you Mm -hmm. just need to understand the balance from those pellets. Exactly, understand that. And people typically can
0: feel when they're starting to wear off, and that's when they'll make their follow up appointment to have them replaced. What are the benefits for the from the pellets? Uh, The benefits of the pellets. I mean, I think we get the best results overall in terms of how people feel, and because the hormone levels are so stable. Um, we just tend to get superior results with the pellets and then it has all the other benefits that bioidentical hormones would have in terms of, you know, the way people feel and the health
1: benefits. And again, you say get it and forget it, which I think that's great. It's very low maintenance. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like that. Um, can you talk a little bit about how uh, patients, how you help pa- patients find the right hormone balance? Well, first, what we'll do is um, do some baseline labs.
0: So check their baseline estradiol, progesterone, testosterone, as well as, you know, some other routine blood tests. And then we'll usually start with a low dose of hormones because we just want to see how they'll react to it initially. So pellets may not be the best choice for somebody who's never been on hormones before because we want to see how their body is going to process it. Um, how well they metabolize it, and things like that. And so basically we'll have people come back about six weeks after they start their hormones. We'll check in, see how you're doing, what's better, is anything worse, you know, are you having any side effects? And we might do some more blood tests just to see what their levels look like at that point. And if it looks like the ratios between their different hormones aren't optimized, we may make little tweaks. Or if they're having particular symptoms, we can usually attribute to to these to different imbalances.
1: Um, Does... And I, I don't know if we've covered this, but does BHRT, does it cause cancer? Have we talked about that?
0: That's a No, we haven't, but that's a very common question we get from women. Um, and it is a misconception that hormones cause cancer. Um, aside from the Women's Health Initiative study that showed the combination of the synthetic estrogen and the medroxyprogesterone, cause a slightly increased risk of cancer. There have been no other studies that have shown that. And there have been smaller studies with estradiol and progesterone, mm-hmm. which has actually shown a decreased risk. Mm. Even with testosterone in women, they found that compared to women on a placebo, women who were taking testosterone had half the risk of breast cancer. Wow! And then for men, men worry about prostate cancer, of course. But again, studies showed that testosterone can actually reduce your risk of prostate cancer, not increase it.
1: That's good, that's great research and that's great information. Uh, Where can you get bioidentical hormones? So bioidentical
0: hormones are usually prescribed by integrative medicine doctors like myself or naturopaths. Um, Those are the people who are most comfortable with it. Sometimes uh, OBGYN in traditional medicine will prescribe the prescription-based bioidentical hormones as well. And then, like I said, you can get them at traditional pharmacies in limited strengths or, as we prefer, compounding pharmacies make uh, bioidentical hormones all the time. And we like it because basically the different dosages are unlimited.
1: That's good. Uh, Are there uh, any applications for BHRT in men as well? I know you started talking a little bit about that.
0: Yeah, so men, definitely, we, um, you know, we... We have a lot of men who are on testosterone replacement therapy. Again, pellets tend to be the most popular, but creams are also a viable option for them. And men start to notice things like increased physical strength and endurance, um, obviously better libido, better mood, more energy. Overall, they just feel a lot better on the hormones. And again, not associated with increased risk for prostate cancer when you really look at all the data. And they actually may be preventive for uh, preventing heart disease, too.
1: Oh, that's good. That is a great benefit. Um, once you start on the bioidentical hormones, how long do you need to stay on them? That, I mean, that's a great question. The best time to start bioidentical hormones
0: is within five years of menopause to have the benefits. Um, estradiol in particular has also been shown, and I forgot to mention this, uh, but it's also been shown to decrease risk for dementia, 34%. Mm-hmm. So what? how it does that is it increases uh, the growth factors that help the brain regenerate. Um so optimally, somebody would start hormone replacement therapy within five years of menopause. For men, we, you can check their testosterone levels. And if they're low, uh, they could be a candidate for testosterone replacement therapy. And then there's really no timeline for when they should stop it. Um, you know, some menopause societies used to say, oh, you know, after 10 years, people should go off of it. But they've actually um, removed that recommendation. There really is no time you need to stop them. You could actually take them indefinitely. And we do have patients in their 80s still taking hormone replacement therapy.
1: Wow. Oh, that's good. I, that's a good tip about the dementia part <laughs> yeah. of <it. clears throat> And pardon me, at what age would people start taking hormones or, or what symptoms would somebody start to have to know that it's time to take them?
0: Okay. So for women, if they're no longer menstruating or even before that happens, you know, for several years leading up to menopause, uh, women may start to have irregular periods, difficulty sleeping, and night sweats. This could be an indicator that their progesterone is already low. So for women who are still menstruating, we can sometimes give them progesterone in a cyclic fashion. So for a part of their menstrual cycle. Um, for men, you know, if they find that they are losing their vitality, they're not as energetic as they used to be, their physical endurance isn't as good, they're starting to feel depressed, and they never have been like that before, that would
1: be a good signal to get um, hormones checked to see if maybe testosterone is the issue. Um, and this is a personal question, but I know that, um, I well, for two things. Sometimes they say for women to, to see how your, your mothers have gone through... Um, their mm-hmm. their whole change of life. Um, I haven't had the whole uh, sweats or the night sweats or, or hot flashes. Is that, pos- is that true that we don't always have all of those symptoms? That is true, okay. right. So for some
0: people, it's better. For some people, it's worse. There are definitely things you can do lifestyle-wise to minimize those symptoms, like trying to get adequate sleep, managing stress, eating a healthy diet, high in lots of vegetables, especially things like broccoli and kale and cabbage. Um, those are great for you know, reproductive health. So just living an overall healthy lifestyle can a lot of times help minimize the symptoms
1: of perimenopause or menopause. Okay. I know. I'm always freezing, so that might be the opposite <laughs> side. Right. I'm always cold. Maybe that's a bad thing. Um, Maybe you should get your thyroid checked. I packed. know. Maybe that's something. I, <laughs> that's true. Thank you. Uh, can, uh, what are the benefits from um, the BHRT? This is kind of going back to the pellet uh, form because okay. this is something new. Uh, but what, what are those, those benefits from being de- delivered in the, the pellet form from BHRT? So the benefit of BHRT in a pellet
0: form is just that you get sustained hormone levels because your body slowly oh, yeah, absorbs the pellet over time, right. whereas when you do a cream, your body absorbs it, and so you get a little bit of peaks and troughs, um, highs and lows between dosages, so right. it's not as stable. Um, and the same would be said, you know, if you take progesterone orally, it's gonna be high in your bloodstream, you know, a few hours after you take it, and then it's gonna start to taper off.
1: Okay, thank you. and. Um, Another question to the women that have had a hysterectomy. What, uh, what would you say to the women that have had a hysterectomy?
0: So if they have had a hysterectomy, um, I would say check your hormones routinely, maybe once a year. Or if you start to have any symptoms, have your hormones checked. So when women get a hysterectomy, they don't always have their ovaries removed. And mm-hmm. so they won't know when they're actually in menopause or not. Um, but, their hor- but their ovaries may still be making hormones for several years. So I would say just routine surveillance of hormone levels and how you're doing uh, would be a good thing. If a woman has a hyst- hysterectomy and has her ovaries removed, uh, she would be an ideal candidate to start hormone replacement therapy, you know, as soon
1: as she's able to. Um, what else can you tell us a little bit about um, that I might not have asked you? Um, about BHRT?
0: Well, I would say I would just go back to the misconceptions. You know, people are scared of it, and I think a lot of that is based on bad information, Mm -hmm. and that when it's natural and it's something your body recognizes uh, and has crucial functions within your body, if it's dosed appropriately, uh, it will provide tremendous benefit.
1: Mm. Well, great information, and uh, you really have... Uh, piqued interest out there and and, uh, certainly here. So uh, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Kim. Thank you. And we look forward to having you on again. But in the meantime, you can catch more of Dr. Wittenberg on her website iProgressiveMed.com Did I say that right? That's correct. (laughs) iProgressiveMed.com and learn more about her passion for alternative medicine and the other great things she's involved with. We look forward to our next visit. Thank you. Thanks.